This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home. The place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Russian moves in eastern Ukraine. It is an invasion. Global outrage. There will be a swift and severe response. Closely watched COVID case. Queen Elizabeth cancels her virtual engagements today. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Russia orders troops into two breakaway regions in Ukraine that Vladimir Putin now recognizes as independent. CBS's Holly Williams begins our team coverage from eastern Ukraine, where there has been heavy artillery fire today. When we made it to the trenches, we found a quagmire. The Ukrainians say the snows melted early this year. The mud might slow an invasion down, the soldiers told us, but it won't stop it. It's normally it's shelling, heavy shelling, 20 four hours by seven. Private Valery Kashkarov told us he was a businessman before he signed up and a former exchange student in Dallas. We are on all our own land, soldiers of this country protecting our country. Ukraine says they're targeting civilian areas, including the village of Novonyatyvka, where they seem shell-shocked. We're on the brink of nervous breakdown, said Ekaterina Evseva, and there's nowhere to run. I'm Cami McCormick. The international condemnation was swift. We must act together in response to this crisis. U.S. Ambassador to the U.N. Linda Thomas-Greenfield after a late-night Security Council meeting. In Germany, the Chancellor announced this morning his country has now taken steps to halt the Nord Stream 2 gas pipeline from Russia. And European leaders will consider sanctions against Russia today. And we're expecting to hear more from the White House. Here's correspondent Nancy Cordes. Putin declared regions of Donetsk and Luhansk to be independent territories, a provocative step that prompted President Biden to issue new limited sanctions on investments in or exports from those regions. In a fiery one-hour televised speech, Putin went even further. Modern Ukraine was entirely created by Russia, he argued. Now it's a colony with puppets at its helm. A White House official warning last night this was a speech to the Russian people to justify a war. President Biden huddled yesterday with members of his national security team, holding one secure call with the leaders of Germany and France and another with President Zelensky of Ukraine. Zelensky took to social media late last night, saying to the Ukrainian people, 
We will give up nothing. Today, we've seen oil prices shoot up more than 3%. Brent crude at nearly $100 a barrel now, hitting levels not seen in eight years. The Eurasia Group's Ian Bremmer on CBS Mornings says energy interests and cyberspace are places to watch. They are the major exporter of gas to Europe. The Russians are a country with offensive cyber capabilities that are roughly at parity with the United States. So cyber attacks are likely to come again. Now to Georgia, where a federal jury is deciding if the three men convicted of murdering Ahmad Arbery are also guilty of hate crimes. Arbery's mother says it's been a difficult time. Very emotional, very draining. I'm thankful that it's almost over. All three have already been sentenced to life in prison and face life sentences if convicted again. Closing arguments are set for today in Minneapolis in the federal civil rights trial of three former police officers who were on the scene when George Floyd was killed. There's word this morning U.S. women's soccer players have settled a suit against the sport's governing body, getting $24 million and bonuses to match men's pay. Star player Megan Rapino on CBS Mornings. It's equal yes. pay across the board from here on out, and I'm looking forward to continuing to grow the sport. Overseas, London correspondent Vicki Barker has the latest on Queen Elizabeth and her case of COVID. Two days after testing positive for COVID-19, her aides say Queen Elizabeth continues to suffer what they call mild cold-like symptoms. So she's canceled a planned virtual engagement for today, but she will, they say, continue to carry out light duties. Here in this country, the CDC says the average daily number of COVID cases is down 92 percent from last month's peak. Dr. David Wohl at the University of North Carolina. We haven't reached the bottom of that downward slope, but we are getting there. Hospitalizations are down 61 percent. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? or the friends you find along the way. Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more, but you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Canadian lawmakers have voted to extend emergency powers designed to thwart trucker protests, even though the blockade in Ottawa is over. CBS's Chris Mavridis in Toronto. It means the Canadian government can legally freeze the bank accounts of protesters and even people donating to keep the demonstrations going. The measures are good for one month and then Canadian Parliament would have to debate and approve it all over again. Correspondent Scott McFarlane has more on an effort to get something started in this country. The convoy of truckers departs Scranton, Pennsylvania Wednesday at 8 a.m., according to an organizer, headed through Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, then Baltimore, then they expect to clog the Capitol Beltway near Washington. An organizer says they're protesting what they call liberal policies and vaccine mandates. Well, the pandemic changed the outlook for a lot of restaurants. CBS's Chris Van Cleve says for many, times are still tough. Bright Martin was intended to be a Denver mainstay. Owner Jared Riggs' dream has been dashed by COVID. I feel like we're kind of the canary in the coal mine. Like nearly six out of ten restaurants nationwide, Riggs saw his business plummet by more than half as Omicron surged, forcing him to shut down. 
probably harder in 2021 than it was in 2020 for us. Omicron and inflation were a double whammy that just made it unsustainable. Double whammy. Nationally, 91% of restaurants report difficulty hiring. 89% have raised prices. And as many as 8 in 10 say they are in danger of closing without assistance. But further COVID relief remains a non-starter in Washington. Do you get the sense that Congress is hearing your pleas? No, I think we kind of got forgotten. Feeling forgotten and now starting over. Chris Van Cleve, CBS News, Denver. Colombia is now the fourth country in Latin America to move to decriminalize abortion, legalizing the procedure up to the 24th week of pregnancy. Well, AT&T is shutting down its 3G network today, a move that could mean some older phones and other devices won't work. People will be astounded at how many things that they have working in their environment that all of a sudden they take for granted and are not going to work. John Brady's with a company that connects people at home to health care systems. Other carriers plan similar action later in the year. Michigan head basketball coach Juwan Howard suspended for the last five games of the regular season and fined $40,000 for hitting a Wisconsin assistant during a handshake line skirmish at the end of Sunday's Badgers win over the Wolverines. Wisconsin head coach Greg Gard fined 10,000. Three players received one-game suspensions. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. A shooting outside a fast food place in Utah with a strange twist. Police are called to a McDonald's drive through in suburban Salt Lake City after a man becomes upset with his order. When officers remove the man from the vehicle, one looks back and sees a gun pointing out of a rear window and yells, kid, alerting other officers. The four-year-old fires. An officer manages to swipe it away and the bullet hits an awning. Police believe the man told his child to fire at them. The Salt Lake County Sheriff says to have an adult think it's okay to encourage a four-year-old to pull a firearm and shoot at police illustrates how out of hand the campaign against police has gotten. Jennifer Kuiper, CBS News. Bitter cold is settling in in the upper Midwest with forecasters saying over the next few days temperatures will be 20 to 30 degrees below average. Rapid City, South Dakota had a high of 53 on Sunday. Today, the high is expected to be zero. Across Nebraska, wind chills expected to plunge to 40 below. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay, and and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that does that doesn't count. <laughs> sure, I responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. 
Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground, and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.